0: God needs you in his kingdom. He needs you in his kingdom. Whatever that addition, that value, that worth, words won't do it justice. if we saw the rejoicing in heaven over the things that we think are so minor and in uh, not in value invaluable means valuable right so what's like not valuable unvaluable no you know what i mean we the, if 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 we if we saw if we saw the eyes Of heaven on what he has poured into you that you pour out into the kingdom that you see as it's so insignificant and minor if you saw angels rejoicing when it came forth when it bursts forth when you even feel like it's a trickle coming out but it's a bursting in spirit and you don't even see that it's a burst forth you just see it as just a whole lot of nothing I tell you, when that that, that day comes and he says, Well done, good and faithful servant, it's not going to be for the things that we think. It's going to be for so many things that we say, That? That? We have no idea. We have no idea. See, when the Lord pours out those good gifts from heaven, Yeshua spoke about it. He said, what? He said, don't what? He said, don't hide what? He said, don't hide your light where? He said, you are what? What? He said, you are what? He said, you are what? Like two people are answering it. Everyone's like, huh? You are what? What did Yeshua say? You are the of the world. A light on a hill, a city on a hill can't be hidden, Yeshua said of himself, I am the light of the world. Yeshua said of himself, I am The Light of the World. Yeshua said of himself, I am the Light of the World. Yeshua said of you, you are the Light of the world. Yeshua said of himself, I am the light of the world. He said of you, you are the light of the world. So when he says don't hide that light under a bushel, whose light is it? It's him. That is the light that shines forth. That is the light that shines. That no darkness can overcome. That is the light when Yeshua said in the Psalms. Even darkness. David said it of, of God. Even darkness is light. To you. The Darkness isn't dark to you. Darkness is light to you. Light, dark, Shmite, <laughs> I've come to realize last week that it ever, nobody listens to a darn thing I say except for the jokes. I mean, I was rolling last week. I'm talking Israel. I'm talking crack-addicted hookers. I, got, I, had, I had the whole thing going. Why did people come to me? You know, family shmamlies, chair all week long. We're going to have a special song today. Oh, do you understand the value in the kingdom of a song bursting forth? Do you understand the value when children are roaring like lions? Do you understand the rejoicing in heaven when God's people speak up? and express the light within? However that looks, however he created you, however unique that is, do you understand the value or do you think the value is insignificant? Or do you think the value is just valueless? Well, you know what? I mean, I guess there's a holiness to saying, like, okay, it's valueless because he's valuable and I'm not. You go, "Oh, oh, oh, I'm just a little, little human over here. But there's also a valuelessness That doesn't come from like a divine humility. It just comes from this woe is me type of attitude. This like I have nothing type of attitude. That I am am worthless type of attitude. But not like a, not an attitude that comes from heaven. An attitude that comes from our own self-worthlessness. That the Lord is looking to break. Today. Value. Treasure in a field, the kingdom is a treasure hidden in a field. Who else has a song? Who else? Who else has a word? Or do we not overcome by the blood of the Lamb and what? And what? The word of your testimony. All right, it's testimony time at church. Who's got a testimony? It's not a. It's more than testimony time. It's overcoming time by the word of your testimony and by the blood of the lamb. Go through the. Torah portions every Shabbat, year after year. Now we're in the beginning of Deuteronomy. Every year, I feel he speaks to me about something else, something new. And this year, this season, over the last time, I've been seeing how the end of the story of Torah relates to us today since we are in like the last times. And we see a shift with Moses that's relevant for today. Today. See, we know Moses. He started out kind of weak. Goes up to the mountain. Gets a revelation from the mountain. And his first reaction is, I can't speak. I don't have words. I don't speak well. Slow of tongue. I have a peach impediment. At the end of the story, in Deuteronomy, Moses dictates the whole book. The book of Deuteronomy... Devarim, words, Devarim, words, is different from any other book in the Torah. Every book in the Torah, it's always, when it comes to an expounding of the laws, it's God spoke to Moses and told him to say this. And God spoke to Moses, tell the people And God spoke to Moses, tell the people God spoke to Moses face to face It even says in one other place that he's not like another prophet That I speak in dreams and visions I'm having a cup of coffee at Starbucks with Moses And I'm telling him exactly what to say There's no other books of the Bible outside of Moses, of uh, the books of Moses, where it's such a download like that. But something shifts in Deuteronomy. It's no longer vayadaber adonai el Moshe. It's no longer, these are the words of God, it's no longer him feeding and then going, feeding, going, feeding, going. It's at the time when God says, I fed you already, go feed. Because the words of Deuteronomy, it says, these are the words of Moses, and even the, the rabbis, the sages, they struggle with, like, how can it be? And they've had to reconcile that when Moses speaks, it's not that direct download; it's that God is now living in him, speaking through him. So it's no longer like it's it's no longer like the, like the scene in Seinfeld when 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 when, when uh, uh, Newman is behind the library books and feeding Kramer the lines. To pick up the girl. Only one person saw that episode. These are the words of Moses. What is Adonai telling us today? He is saying, I've given you the words already. Go speak them. I've given you what you need. Go speak them. It said the book of Amos says at the end times there will be a famine in the land, but not a famine of of food, of bread, of water. There will be a thirst, not of water. There will be a famine of the word of the Lord. Why would there be a famine when the word of the Lord lives in his people? Why would there be a famine if the word of the Lord, Yeshua is the word, the living word of the Lord, and He's living right here? Why would there be a famine outside of that light is being hidden? So, who's next? Who's got the song? Who's got the ukulele? Who's got the kids? This is the revelation of Pentecost. You see, Yeshua, he's the main attraction at Passover. He's the main attraction at the resurrection, the day of first fruits. But at the day of Pentecost, Hebrew Shavuot, he left the scene 10 days prior. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to leave this planting of all these congregations to Paul. The scriptures could have read, and the people of Corinth saw a vision of Jesus. And a vision of Jesus came down to Corinth and told them to do this and this. And a vision of Jesus came down to Philippi. And told him to do this or this. And a vision of Jesus came down to Galatia and said, do this or this or this. But Yeshua didn't do it that way. Yeshua went up to heaven and handed the baton to his people. And said, I'm going up. You are now me. Go do. Go speak. The book of John says that there is so much that Yeshua did that books cannot contain it. That doesn't make sense if we're just talking about the 33 year old man. You can write a page a day and it'll still be readable. How it could be books that can't contain the works. Books, no books in this world though, there's not enough books that can contain that work. The reason is, the reason is he's still doing it. Through you, that is the revelation. That is Pentecost. That is Shavuot. It is him taking that spiritual baton and saying, go and take this light. I am the light of the world. Here, you are the light of the world. Go shine it. Go shine it. Shine on you crazy diamond. Shine on you crazy diamond. What Adonai has given you is not insignificant. You see, it's all about the word being spoken. Moses started out just not even thinking he had a word. Like, I can't speak. Even when he got into trouble, God said, speak to the rock. And he didn't. He got in trouble by not speaking. Do you understand that? He got in trouble by not speaking to the rock. Because it's at the end of the story, the one that lives within us, the waves and winds still know his name. The waves and winds still obey his voice. That's why God said at that time to Moses, speak to the rock. The rock obeys. Speak to the rock. Speak to the rock, the one that calms the storm, the one that calms the waves and the winds. Bring it forth. But Moses just did what he's used to. That's all right, Moses. That wasn't a revelation for the keeper of the law. It was a revelation for Joshua, Yeshua, who spoke to the heavens and said, son, you stop in your tracks right now, and it listened. What is your song? What is your ukulele? What is your bringing the kids forward and saying, "Rah"? Father, help us. Father, at this end time, in this hour, there is a famine in the world. There is a famine not of bread, not of water, but of the word, Devar Adonai, the word of the Lord. But the word lives inside billions of Christians. How can there be a famine if the word lives in billions of Christians? I tell you, followers of Messiah, to let your light shine. That is the revelation for this time. That is the revelation at the end. This same prophet said like, woe to those who are saying the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. Woe to you who are saying day of the Lord, day of the Lord. When the day of the Lord comes There will be nothing to survive that but Yeshua. And I don't care if he's one one-hundredth of you or 99% of you. Anything that's not of him is not going to survive that fire. So he'll do what he has to do to bring forth the son of God that lives within you. So Adonai, thank you, Lord God, that you have given us your son. You have given us the word. You have filled, fulfilled your, your, your promise, your prophetic promise to put the Torah in our hearts through Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, the light of the world. You said in another place of a seed, just it dies, it just remains just a seed. It just remains a seed. There's a seed, but then it, it dies. But if it dies, it produces what? It produces Many. He's the seed. You are the many. The hungry world, the thirsty world, awaits the word of the Lord. So, Yeshua, we give you permission. Like you need it anyway. Like you need it anyway. As if our stubbornness is going to stop you anyway, Adonai. Like our stupidity is really going to stop you anyway. If our stupidity can stop you, then maybe we're God and you're not. But that's not the case. Oh, that's why the psalmist said, Adonai, sephatav tiftach o viagit. Eternal God, open up my lips that my mouth may declare your glory. Eternal God, open up my lips that my mouth may declare your glory glory help us to receive it out of night, eternal god open up my lips that my mouth may declare your glory. Eternal God, open up my lips, that my mouth may declare your glory. Eternal God, open up my lips, that my mouth may declare your glory. Eternal God, open up my lips, that my mouth may declare your glory. Eternal God, open up my lips, eternal God, open up my lips, eternal God, open up my lips. Eternal God, open up my lips.